When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. On the Bobcat Sports Network from Learfield, this is Cat Chat with Danny Sprinkle and Trisha Benford, presented by Montana's Rib and Chop House. Here's the voice of the Bobcats, Keaton Gologli. Hello, 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 and welcome live from Montana's Ribbon Shop House. This is Cat Chat. Pleasure to have you all here for a nice uh, evening of conversation about some hoops. Uh, we got a great show for you uh, planned today. We're going to talk with a couple of players. We've got uh, great Osibor and Caitlin Lomardo here, so they will join us today. Uh, also, uh, Trisha Binford is out recruiting, but we will be talking to uh, one of the greats in program history and now one of the coaches here, uh, Katie Bussey. So we'll talk with Coach Bussey here a little bit later. But uh, right now, we are joined by uh, the men's head coach, Danny Sprinkle. Coach, how we doing? How we feeling? Good. Go Cats. Great weekend for the, uh, you know, for the Bobcats going 2-0. and And I know we gave you guys a little bit of a heart attack on uh, Thursday <laughs> night. Hopefully we don't have to do that anymore, but... We'll take a win. Yeah, Win's a win. No doubt about it. But, hey, look, you know, I don't want to say I told you so, but we did talk about it. That is not a team to mess around with. No. And, I, you know, they just, they've just lost so many close games. You know, you, you feel bad for Coach Burkhart and, and their team. But, you know, there, there is something to be said about our team to, to play the way we played, to still find a way to win in the end. You know, it, it shows some toughness, some grit, and some character. And to bounce back, you know, to bounce yeah. back that next, next game, that next Saturday, and really kind of bring it. Yeah, you know, we we uh, we had a heart to heart after the Thursday night game, and and the guys knew what was expected on Saturday, and they came out, and you know, I thought we had some great intent and purpose, you know, especially on the defensive side of the ball, uh, in that first half against Northern Colorado on Saturday. All right, well, uh, in that first game against Northern Arizona, a uh, 69-68 win against the Lumberjacks. And uh, one of the big moments in this game was Jabril Bello becoming the all-time leading shot blocker yep. at Montana State. Yes, very, very exciting. Tremendous. Yeah, so he's up to 152 career blocks now after the weekend. And really, you know, his blocks in that game came in uh, a really important spot. Uh, it was a situation where he ended up blocking Jalen Cohn twice in three possessions. And both of those shots, if they had gone in, that would have been a double-digit 
lead for NAU, something they never accomplished. So it was fun to see the, the record broken, but those were big plays in this game. No question. Huge plays. And, and one, I mean, obviously, Jaden Cohn, he's only about 5'9", and on the first one, he went up and tried to dunk on Jabril. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what film you've been watching, but there's not many people that are dunking on Jabril. And uh, he, Jabril had obviously, you know, he, he's won us a lot of games with his blocks, not only Thursday, but, you know, just in his four years here, you know, he, he's altered so many shots and blocked so many shots that, you know, it's helped us win a lot of games. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, it has. It's been fun watching the way he's done that. And that was even something he mentioned on this show last week that, yeah, that left hand is all bandaged up. Yep. He, he was like, yeah, it's hard for me to dribble, pass, and shoot, but I can still do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And he does. He just keeps fighting through. And, you know, obviously it's very tender. You know, it still is. Uh, but that's just Jabril. You know, he's a warrior and and, uh, you know, nothing's going to stop him the next, you know, 30 days. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, also, uh, Nick Gazelis had a couple of big buckets in this game. Huge. Nice to see Nicky G kind of step up. I mean, that four-point play he had at the end of the first half, that took a seven-point game to a three-point game. Yep. Had to be nice to see him knock down a couple shots in this one. No question. That's what he's capable of doing. Like, that's what he does. And uh, it's good to see him. And we're going to need him to make a lot more shots, you know, coming down the stretch uh, because he's a guy that can make four or five in a game. And, uh, you know, especially in games like that where – you know, we were three for 18, and he made two of them, you know, and obviously the huge one. So, you know, we're going to need him to, you know, keep his confidence up and, and continue to make those shots uh, because that's it just adds another weapon for us on the offensive end. Now, NAU is playing out of their mind in a lot of ways in this game. 10 of 17 from three. Trent McLaughlin went 5 of 7 alone for 19 points for them. Um, but it felt like every time they were making a run, you at least were able to kind of slow it down, even if you didn't totally stop it. And one of the big windows in this game felt like kind of midway to the later stages of the second half, Raekwon Battle seemed to really assert himself in the, a couple of those moments, kind of get himself to the line a couple of times, make a couple of really high degree of difficulty shots. What did yep. you see from Raekwon Battle in the, the middle to later stages of that second half? Yeah, you know, he he got you know he got to the mid range a couple times you know and made those shots and then obviously getting to the getting to the rim you know where he's just you know he's terrific around the rim and drawing fouls if he doesn't you know getting and once and so you know and he when he gets to the free throw line it's almost automatic uh, but a lot of it you know was keyed you know off Darius Brown he got a couple steals there in the second half where you know and that we needed all that and uh, <laughs> you know and that all that you know obviously led up to great final shot. Yeah, no doubt. I do want to talk about Darius Brown's impact a little bit here, and we'll talk about it more as we dive into the Northern Colorado game as well. But, you know, you look at the last four games for Darius Brown right now, you might think, oh, he's having a little bit of a shooting slump, right? He's at three and a half points a game over the last four. But he's got four rebounds per game in that span. He's got six assists per game in that span with only five total turnovers, and he has ten steals. So it's 24 assists, five turnovers, ten steals in four games. And those steals were coming in big moments, like you mentioned. Huge moments. You know, he's leading the big sky and in steals yep and you know the good thing about Jabril is you know so many kids nowadays and it's just kind of the culture they they figure if they didn't play well if they don't score and it's it's not true like you know and Darius is still kind of one of those throwback guys where he's the happiest guy in the locker room on Saturday and he had two points right you know and he had 12 assists zero turnovers and so you know he's he's about winning and he's about his teammates which is you know it's made us a lot better team too but it's always fantastic having Somebody with that mindset, especially at the point guard position. And, you know, to even hit big shots, even when shots aren't falling for him early, right? So he starts this game 0 of 6, yep. but his only field goal was in the final minute to put you all down by 1. So, you know, he still is hitting shots, even if they're not a lot of them, in really big moments to have confidence like that. Huge shots, you know. He's, he did it at Montana. He did it at NAU. You know, he's done it so many times. And, you know, with his experience, he's played a lot of college basketball. And when he has the ball in his hands like that enough, you know, he, he knows when it's time for him to kind of take the big shot and make the big shot. Now, we're going to talk about Osabor's bucket at the end. Talk to great Osabor in a little bit, too. But, you know, before you even got an opportunity to get into that spot, there was a big steal there uh, from Jalen Cohn. And that was Bello kind of stepping out and guarding on the perimeter, Tyler Patterson being in the right spot, even yep. though he wasn't knocking down shots. Tell us a little bit about that steal and that defensive moment. Yeah, we were, uh, let's see, we were dead time yep you know i believe and, uh, and they had the ball yeah and they set a high ball screen for him and he, he's so quick he's really hard to guard and the whole key to the play was jabril jabril did a tremendous job you know guarding cone and sliding his feet and i think he kind of knocked it away a little bit and then it you know popped out of cone's hands right to tyler uh which was perfect and then cone fouled him you know so uh, obviously tyler made the two big free throws uh which were huge but you know if jabril doesn't do his job in ball screen defense you know we don't we don't come up with that steal and another big play, game-winning play yeah. that doesn't show up in the box score. Yep, exactly. You know, kind of like what we talked about at Sacramento State. Yeah. You know, I mean, Jabril, his effort and his energy, you know, that day just propelled the team. 
Now, and Patterson gets credit for the steal in that moment. He's the one who gets the foul. Yep. He's got to go to the free throw line with his team down one, final 30 seconds. He's been struggling. You know, he's one for five in this game from three. Yep. But he still comes up and knocks down those two big shots. That is some impressive mental fortitude in a moment like that. No question. That's, you know, we've been talking mental toughness, you know, for a couple weeks. And, you know, that just shows it, you know. And obviously he's one of the elite shooters, I believe, in this conference. And, you know, it's only a matter of time before he really breaks out, you know, like he did on Saturday, you know. And once he does that, it, it takes our team to a whole other level. No doubt. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about that. We'll talk about Saturday. We'll talk about great, great play at the end of that game. Yeah. But first, we're going to take a break. So we're stepping aside. We're sitting at Montana's Ribbon Chop House, and this is Catchette presented by Learfield. For every peak, valley, and plateau, for every mishap and every adventure, for every Montanan in every season of life, Bozeman Health is here to deliver care with quality, compassion, and respect. Because we see you as more than the patient you are today, we look to what's on the horizon for you and our community over the decades to come. That's care beyond care. Well beyond Bozeman Health. The Ribbon Chop House was founded in 2001. Our ability to grow has come through our commitment to Rocky Mountain Hospitality, a concept which incorporates a casual attitude with our high-level commitment to loyalty, safety, service, and quality food. At the Ribbon Chop House, our staff is dedicated to creating extraordinary experiences that raise the bar in each of our communities. Enjoy premium steaks, fresh seafood, and award-winning baby back ribs. We look forward to sharing a little Rocky Mountain Hospitality with you. Great houses start with a sound foundation. That foundation starts with a mortgage with Sarah Kelzer and team at Guaranteed Rate. She is Bozeman's trusted mortgage specialist with 20 years experience that knows the neighborhood. We have great rates and personalized home lending solutions. And our decisions are made quickly so you can move into your dream home sooner. Guaranteed Rate, the foundation of great homes throughout Montana. Call Sarah at 406-580-6604 or apply online. Equal housing lenders subject to credit approval. Savings if any varied. Sarah Kelzer, NMLS number 400361. Company NMLS ID 2611. NMLS have you missed the familiar sounds of a Montana State basketball game? The squeaking of sneakers? Or the fans cheering? You know you want to be there. You know you need to be there. Conoco is here to get you there. So jump in your car, fill up at Conoco, and be part of the winning experience. Don't forget to download and use the My Conoco app to save. Conoco. Choose Go. Proud sponsor of the Montana State Bobcats. At Montana State University, students shape signature experiences that take them across the state and into local communities. MSU is dedicated to its land-grant mission, integrating transformational learning, discovery, and service that improves lives. You'll find our students teaching across Montana, conducting research in the heart of Yellowstone National Park, or even creating small shelter prototypes to address homelessness. Montana State University. Think outside. Universal Athletic has been a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics for over 45 years. Check out their great selection of Bobcat apparel and accessories for all your game day needs. Shop in store at their North 7th Avenue location or online at shop.msubobcats.com for everything you need to cheer on your Bobcats. Universal Athletic, a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics for over 45 years. Go Cats! You are a Bobcat fan, and your seat matters. Section 108, right in the middle. And a perfect view of the fast break, alley-oop, and slam dunk. At Kendall Ford Lincoln of Bozeman, we're a proud supporter of Montana State Athletics. We're big fans of teamwork, dedication, and helping customers find the best deal on the perfect vehicle to fit their needs. Where you sit matters, as in the driver's seat. Get started at KendallFordBozeman.com. Kendall. Let's start something great. We are back at Montana's Ribbon Shop House for Catchad. I'm Keaton Gologli alongside head coach Danny Sprinkle, and we're talking about a 2-0 the man against Northern Arizona and at Northern Colorado. Uh, all right, coach, we're going to talk with great Osabor here in a little bit, but I do want to talk about play that final play uh you got Darius Brown kind of that free throw line Bello and Osabor were set up and Osabor was able to score down to that left block and it did kind of look like uh this was a play this was a, a, a space on the floor he had really excelled at I think he scored like three or four times from that spot before that game-winning shot yeah when he catches the ball on the left block you know I mean he's he's really hard to handle 
and teams have figured that out this year. And it doesn't matter how you want to guard him. He can go middle, he can go left, you know, and he's just – he spins, he's really quick, and he's got such long arms, you know, he can reach around the guy and just shoot over it. And so it was, it was a great play by uh, – you know, we wanted to either get Darius into the middle of the paint or set a ball screen and then have Jabril and Great ducking in, which one of them's always going to have an advantage. And so, you know, Darius made a great swivel pass. Uh, to great, and obviously he had a tremendous finish. Yep, and now it still wasn't over yet. Still had to get that stop against yeah. Jalen Cohn. Uh, tell me about how you guys tried to draw that up. What did you need to do to kind of slow Jalen Cohn down in that moment? Yeah, we, we wanted him to, you know, obviously we knew they were going to throw it to him, and they had to go the length of the floor. And kind of the key is you want to try and make, make him change direction twice. Yeah. And Robert Ford did a great job cutting him off once to make him go one direction. And then Caleb was kind of in the middle, and he kind of split through there and <clears> – <throat> You know, luckily he didn't pull up for a jump shot, and he got the shot off late. Uh, not that it went in anyways, but, you know, you just want to make it as hard as possible, especially for a guy like him. And you have to be careful because you don't foul him. Right, yep, because it was at that point it's still yeah. a one-point game. He goes to the line. He's pretty automatic there. Yep. Uh, so Osibor in this game, he had a great contest. He's really, his numbers have been great over the last couple of weeks. Um, it, man, it's fun watching him play and watching the way him and Jareel Bello kind of yep. go to work. Not too many teams have guys like this in the country. One guy setting records, another guy kind of hunting him, huh? Well, no, exactly, and and that's my expectation for great is, you know, obviously he's had he's been very efficient all year. Uh, the only time he really hasn't been is is when he's in foul trouble, and so you know we're, he's going to be a huge piece to our success the next two years. Uh, and like you said, you know, hopefully he's hunting down some of Jabril's records, you know, over the next two years because he's he's more than capable of doing that. Yeah, pretty special to have those two guys. I thought one of the lineups that really stood out in this game was when you had Ford and Brown in the backcourt, yep. you had Bello and Osibor in the front court, yep. and you got Raekwon Battle roaming around. That <laughs> yep. is a heck of a five to have on the hardwood. No, no question. And, it, and we can throw out so many different lineups. That's what it's, it's kind of fun to see kind of, you know, we can put Nick Gazelas out. We can throw anybody out there. And so we can go small. We can go really big and play Caleb at the three like we did against Montana. And, you know, it just shows how versatile our team can be. Um, you know, because you have to play so many, you know, I kind of heard a quote the other day, like in league play, you know, it's kind of like going to the dance, yeah. you know, like they're not just going to play a country song. They're going to play an <laughs> R&B song. They're going to play it. And you have to be able to know how to dance all the different ways. And so, because everybody has different styles. And so, you know, and that's one thing with our team. I, I just feel like we can. We can match up and we can we can dance any kind of way you want to. Yeah, whatever they put on, yeah, we're ready to rock. Whatever they put on, we can go. <laughs> great, great might be able to dance to a little country music. He might be we'll able to ask. Do that. We'll ask him yeah. how, how good at uh, country line dancing yeah. is if he's picked it up yet. Here, <laughs> yeah. if not, he's got a few more years to figure exactly, it out. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, all right, coming up this weekend, trip to Weber State and Idaho State. Now, Weber State's been playing really, really well since we saw them here. They did come up short yesterday at UNC at, at Greeley against Northern yep. Colorado. Tough game. You know, they had the double uh, the double overtime on Saturday at Pocatello. Then they go there for the late nine yep. o'clock tip on Monday. So they did lose that game, but still, tell us a little bit about this Weber team and, and uh, what we look for in this matchup on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, really good offensively. Um, you know, they play with great pace. They got, you know, good guards that are aggressive. Uh, they can shoot it. They can attack. Uh, they can put a lot of pressure on you. And then, obviously, they have Dylan Jones, uh, who's had a tremendous season. Uh, he's leading the nation in defensive rebounds. And, you know, he's, le- he's averaging 13 total rebounds per game. And so he's a really hard guard because he's kind of a 6'6", 230-pound point guard. Yeah. Uh, and he's very quick, and he's shooting the ball a little better this year. And so he puts a lot of pressure on you and when you have guards and, you know, they're big protects the rim. And so, you know, they're, they're a really good team. And, you know, we're, we're going to get their best shot on, uh, on Thursday night. Yeah, they've been on the road for their last four games, and they're going to be excited to be at home. Yeah. They're going to have a lot of energy when we get down to Ogden on Thursday. All right, Coach, uh, appreciate the time. Thank you for the insight and looking forward to another great week of games. You bet. Go Cats. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break, but on the other side, we're talking with great Osibor after this timeout. We're at Montana's Ribbon Chop House, and this is Cat Chat presented by Learfield. And Country Foods is a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics. As a locally owned company, we believe the benefit of buying local helps support the local economies in southwest Montana. Our stores offer great selections of items you need every day, including organics, specialty foods, fresh meats and produce, along with incredible selections from our bakery and deli departments. Town and Country Foods is 100% employee owned and serves southwest Montana with seven locations. Visit your local Town and Country Foods today. Go Cats! 
Ambient Air Solutions wants to take a moment to show our gratitude and to say thank you. Thank you to our frontline workers. Thank you to our doctors, nurses, and EMTs. Thank you to all the volunteers. And thank you to the Gallatin County community. Ambient Air Solutions is so grateful for your support for over 12 years. We are so blessed to live in such a beautiful place. Ambient Air Solutions is here for all your heating and cooling needs. Call us at 406-577-1818 to schedule your service today. Ambient Air Solutions, simplifying heating and cooling. Ready to build your brand? Think Inc. outside the box for your complete branding solutions. Located in Bozeman, Montana, we offer a full print shop for banners, signs, wraps, trade show booths and graphics, promotional products, and much more. If you can think it, we can ink it. We are a proud supporter and corporate sponsor of the MSU Bobcats. Like us on Facebook to see some of our cat wraps. Ready to build your brand? Think Inc. and call us at 406-922-6462 or visit us on the web at inkoutside.com. Hello, tomorrow. We may not know exactly what you've got in store for us, for our routines and our normals. But here's the thing. Turns out, we've got this. We haven't seen everything, but we have seen ourselves be more ready for whatever you bring than we thought we would be. So when it comes to tomorrow, bring on the day. First Interstate, built for you. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Visit us at firstinterstate.com. The Bobcats are proud to present these preferred local partners in the home service industry as members of Bobcat Bill. Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems, an evolution in comfort has arrived. Bryant, whatever it takes. Carrier Heating and Air Conditioning, confidence is at the heart of everything we do. Carrier, turn to the experts. Mesa Moving and Storage, moving your family soon? Mesa Moving and Storage is here to help. Montana State Athletics encourages our fans to choose these local businesses as they are proud local sponsors and demonstrate what it means to be a Bobcat. We are Bobcat Bill. The Gallatin Valley is thriving, and Bozeman is not only a destination for families to live, work, and play, it's also a destination for business. The Bozeman Area Chamber of Commerce is a great way to get involved in Bozeman's thriving business community. The Bozeman Chamber Economic Partnerships assist existing business through expansion, grows new companies in our community, and attracts fresh opportunities for Gallatin County. Bozeman, our community, a jewel among the Northern Rockies. For more information, go to bozemanchamber.com. We are back at Montana's Ribbon Shop House for Cat Chat. I'm Keaton Gologly, and we are joined now by a Great Osabor. Great. How we doing? How we feeling? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. Yeah. You uh, you filled up. What did you get for dinner here? I got the, the ribeye steak. Jabril was like, yeah, you need to get that. So I was like, I tend to listen to him when it comes to food. Yeah. So what talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jabril definitely knows. I mean, hey, look, you guys got to put some calories in. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Burn a lot of calories in practice, playing. So, like, you know, got to listen to him. Yeah, yeah, for that, for sure. Um, all right, well, uh, let's get into some things. Tell us a little bit about that final play. Big-time moment, big-time player, big-time play against NAU. What was it like from your perspective? Um, so they scored, right? Yep. And then I really didn't know what the play was until – we got past half court. I just seen, I seen turn two. So I seen a ball screen for Darius, and I was like, okay. I should be at the three-point line right now, but I was like, let me go to my hot spot. So I go to the I go to the low block. I go to the right, no, the left post. I catch the ball, and I'm like, cool, there's two guys right here. I could pass it out, but I was like, not a lot of time. Just go to work and do what I do. And I was like, it worked out well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I mean, that, that was a play you've scored, or that spot you've scored there before, right? Yeah, I like anywhere down there. I'm, I'm really comfortable with the ball, my left hand, my right hand. So I was like, not much worries. Right, right, right. Well, uh, and then after that, too, still weren't, weren't done. Still had to make sure you played the defense, too. Yeah. How are you feeling as Jalen Cohn had that head of steam coming your way? Hey, he's a really good player. Like, yeah. he came down full speed. I was like, okay, I'm not fouling him. This was going through my head. I'm not going to foul him. So I was like, I'm going to chest up, make him make a tough show over me. I was like. God gave me a 7-3 wingspan for a reason. I was like, he's going to have to score for me. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to use that 7-3 wingspan for yes, sure. Uh, when did you get to that 7-3 wingspan? Now, you started as a guard. Is that right, when you kind of first started playing? Nah, I'm telling you, man. I'm a point guard at heart, really. But <laughs> nah, I just got to go with what the coach is telling me. Now, when I was growing up, I played a lot of guard, a lot of point guard, a lot of combo guard. So I'm really comfortable with the ball in my hands. So I feel like that helped me. Like, my feel for the game, I feel is really good. So it just makes it easy for me. I see things in a different way. So I was like, 
doesn't make it difficult, you know. Right. Does that give you some confidence, too, when you're guarding out on the perimeter? Yeah, I feel really comfortable guarding uh, inside or out. Like, uh, I guarded a little bit of Dalton Connect. I guarded Dylan Jones this year, and I feel like I guarded Josh Bannon, too. I feel like those are all really, really good players. And, like, I didn't really feel like a disadvantage at all, so I was cool. Yeah, those are all big, kind of, like, long, rangy wings that, uh, you know, not a lot of guys can cover. Yes, sir. Yeah, you can see their numbers. <laughs> People mm -hmm. have a hard time guarding some of them. Uh, I want to talk about your just kind of your overall evolution of the season. Yeah, you're a sophomore now. You're getting more and more playing time. Uh, what's it been like for you this year? I mean, how do you feel like you've grown and, and gotten better on the floor this year? Obviously, I thought I had, like, a good year last year. But Coach Springs always talk about me, like, you need to get better. You need to keep improving every day. So I was like... And they want me to do that. Like, they really believe in me as a player. And I just want to reward that belief, you know. I work really hard. And I feel like if I have the opportunity to show what I do, like, when I'm on the floor, I produce. And they really believe in me. So now it's just a matter of me, like, staying out of foul trouble so I can stay on the court. Because I feel like when I'm on the court, good things happen. Yeah, no doubt. A lot of good things have happened so far. There's 10 Big Sky wins. Yes, sir. Uh, what are you learning in terms of how you stay out of foul trouble? What are some of the conversations you're having? Like, how are you improving that? I feel like for me, it's like doing my work early. Yeah. Like, if I, like, make sure that my guard can't get in front of me, like, when posting up or whatever, and I make sure I'm top down, make sure they can make an easier pass, make sure I can get the ball out of the post before I'm there, then it makes it easier for me not to foul, you know, and then I can help the team by staying on the floor. Yeah. What's it like playing with Bello? Both of you guys getting on the floor together at the same time. I mean, that's uh, pretty special. There's not a lot of places in the country you'd be able to play like that in the front court. No, it's like I'm really, I'm really happy that the coaching staff trusts me. I was like, obviously, I feel like I'm very skilled. So me and Jabril are both really skilled big guys. So it doesn't, we don't really lose much. And because I can guard in the perimeter, it doesn't make that much of a difference with my what lineup we've got. And then I feel like that's a mismatch, you know. Yeah. Like, I can guard in the perimeter, but I don't really think that they can guard me on the block. So, you know, it works out well. Yeah, no doubt. You know, and, you know look, this is Bellow's final year. He's kind of swan song here. It's been a lot of fun, but, you know, you're going to be the guy next year. We don't, we, look, we're going to enjoy this last month of the regular season. He's got a lot more highlights coming up over the rest of the year, but you know, is it in the back of your mind knowing that you're going to be the guy stepping into the, the Bellow size hole next year? I mean, obviously, like, you, you don't really try and think ahead too much. Like, I'm still in the present right now, I'm trying to enjoy every moment. Like, I was talking to X, I was talking to Darius, they're like, make sure you enjoy every day, every day of being in college, man, because, you know, it goes by quick. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not thinking of that round. I'm not thinking about that too much right now. I'm just, like, staying in the moment, but I know that he's not going to be here forever, so I need to learn as much as I can from Jabril. He's a great player, you know. Right. What are some of the things you've learned from him? What are some of your guys' conversations like? Like... I feel like just in the in this past year, my post game has really improved. Like, he's always working in the post, and you may not see that. You may only see when, like, he catches the ball and he makes a move. But even when Jabril doesn't have the ball, like, he's working, bro. It's really hard to guard Jabril. So, and you can see, like, oppositions have a tough time guarding him. And that was me in practice. But I'll ask him, bro, how do I do this? And then he'll give me the answers for it. I'm like... It works out well. Yeah, kind of nice to have somebody be able to give you the answers to the test. Mm -hmm. That's okay on the court, not in the classroom. Not in the classroom. <laughs> uh, well, I want to ask a little bit, too. You know, you're from England, grew up in Spain, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of English players, a lot of foreign players around this big sky. Was that something that kind of played into your factor of getting here? Like, how much did you know there were a lot of guys from England who had come to the big sky and played around in this conference? So, obviously, Coach Haas came to watch me at my academy in, in, in the UK. It's called Maestro. So, I was like, okay, they've got Jabril, they had Zeno. And it was like, my parents really felt comfortable sending me here, especially because Spring and all that. So, I was like, it's all about comfort, going where you wanted. It's not all about, uh, it's about fear at the end of the day. It's going where you wanted and where you feel like you're in relationship with the coach and stuff. So, I was like, if I come here, work really hard, I can make something good happen. Yeah, and now you didn't get a chance to visit here, did you, right? No. Yeah, because that was all kind of during the COVID era. That was the COVID era. Yeah, so was that, I mean, were you kind of nervous showing up here, having never actually showed up on campus before? Mm, not really, because yeah. obviously I moved um, to my academy. I was in the boarding school for my last two years of high school. Okay. So I was away from home, but it was like at the end of the day, I'm just, I'm just playing basketball, something I've done my whole life. So it wasn't that much of a difference, you know. Yeah, were you ready for the cold in the winter? Nah. <laughs> and it was a shock because I got here and in the summer it was really warm. So I was like, okay, this is kind of nice. Yeah. And then it got cold and I was like, oh, 
this is it. Yep. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yeah, got to get the big coat, got to get the warm socks, got to settle in. Um, yeah, it's been fun, man. It's been fun watching the way that all kind of played out, watching the way you've kind of grown throughout the year, watching the way you and Bello have been able to play together. And, and you know, that again, like I've said, it's special to see two big men in, in that type of moment. Uh, going back even further, though, like, you know, you said you were a point guard first, your point guard at heart, who had a big growth. When was the first time you dunked? Do you remember the moment? Yeah, I was 13. Yeah. I was, like, about 6'2". I, think I didn't much bounce, but I've always had long arms. It was, like, it just a 100-rim graze out. It. it was right before practice, love, adrenaline. I was really excited. Yeah, it probably made practice a little bit easier. Yeah. <laughs> Is it something where you were, like, trying over and over again? Like, you were, like, this wasn't just, oh, I'm just going to throw it down one time. No. No, I, was, I wasn't really that bouncy when I was younger. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep trying, just keep trying. Yeah. And I was always, like, getting stuck. I'd hit the back rim. I'd just get right in the front. But I was like, keep going until I get it. And then I got it that one time. And then it was wrapped. Yeah, now you're good to go. Now I'm good to go. Yeah, is it hard sometimes where, like, you're in a moment, in a big point in a game where you kind of, like, you want to throw that thing down, but maybe that's not the best moment to do that? No. No. It's all, always the it's right always, time to throw it down? I feel like it's, if I have the chance to dunk the ball, it's always the right time to dunk the ball. Yeah, yeah. Are there any times where you go up thinking you're going to dunk, but then the defense is there and you got to kind of adjust midair? Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, I, I play at Paul and State Coast on my mind. I spawn baseline, and I was going to go dunk it. And then I see Cameron Pocket jumped out the side. And he would have swiped it away from me, and I couldn't make it that dunk. So I had to adjust me there and lay the ball in. That's know. kind of one of those power and finesse. Yes, sir, power and finesse. Nah, I love that. I love that. All right, man, well, here we go. We're getting into the final stretch of the regular season in February. Where do you feel like the team is right now? Like, you know, obviously it took a little while to get everything together. Just so many new pieces. Obviously mm -hmm. great players. But no matter any time you've got that many guys, it's going to take a second to kind of come together. Where do you guys feel like you are now? into this final stretch run? Nah, I feel like we're really gelling right now. Like, our team is really together. Like, Coach was talking to us about togetherness at the beginning of the year. And, like, you could feel it. Obviously, we lost a lot of players, got new players. But, like, right now, all the everyone's together. Like, we have a really strong bond. Like, we just vibe. So, I like where we are about this time of the year, you know. Yeah, yes, man, sir. I'm excited, man. This is going to be a fun final stretch. Oh, for sure. Awesome. All right, great Osabor joining us today. Really appreciate the time, great. I appreciate being here. Thank you. All right, great Osabor. Go Cats. Go Cats. We're taking a break. When we get back, we'll be talking some women's hoops after this timeout. We're at Montana's Ribbon Chop House, and this is Cat Chat presented by Learfield. For every peak, valley, and plateau, for every mishap and every adventure, for every Montanan in every season of life, Bozeman Health is here to deliver care with quality, compassion, and respect. Because we see you as more than the patient you are today, we look to what's on the horizon for you and our community over the decades to come. That's care beyond care. Well beyond Bozeman Health. The Gallatin Valley is thriving, and Bozeman is not only a destination for families to live, work, and play, it's also a destination for business. The Bozeman Area Chamber of Commerce is a great way to get involved in Bozeman's thriving business community. The Bozeman Chamber Economic Partnerships assist existing business through expansion, grows new companies in our community, and attracts fresh opportunities for Gallatin County. Bozeman, our community, a jewel among the Northern Rockies. For more information, go to bozemanchamber.com. At Montana State University, students shape signature experiences that take them across the state and into local communities. MSU is dedicated to its land-grant mission, integrating transformational learning, discovery, and service that improves lives. You'll find our students teaching across Montana, conducting research in the heart of Yellowstone National Park, or even creating small shelter prototypes to address homelessness. Montana State University. Think outside. The there's always time for the drive through deal because no matter how fast you are at making breakfast, McDonald's is faster. Nothing fits your morning routine like your favorite breakfast. From a sausage McMuffin to a sausage burrito to those crisp, flaky, fluffy hash browns. Mix and match them every day with buy one, get one for a dollar. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. You are a Bobcat fan, and your seat matters. Section 108, right in the middle. And a perfect view of the fast break, alley-oop, and slam dunk. 
and Kendall Ford Lincoln of Bozeman, we're a proud supporter of Montana State Athletics. We're big fans of teamwork, dedication, and helping customers find the best deal on the perfect vehicle to fit their needs. Where you sit matters, as in the driver's seat. Get started at KendallFordBozeman.com. Kendall, let's start something great. With friendly customer service and an outstanding location near Montana State University in the base of the Bridger Mountain Range, Country Inn and Suites by Radisson is the perfect place to begin your Bozeman adventure. Country Inn and Suites offers a hot and delicious Be Our Guest breakfast buffet each morning. Free Wi-Fi is available throughout the property, and we have a business center and meeting rooms. Our indoor pool and hot tub is a great way to relax after a day of fun, and the on-site fitness center will keep your workout goals on track. We have spacious king and double queen suites with a full-size sleeper sofa available, and every room in Country Inn and Suites is smoke-free. Reserve your room today. We are back at Montana's Ribbon Chop House. And before we uh, dive into our conversation, let's pause 10 seconds for our network station identification. This is Cat Chat. We are back live at Montana's Ribbon Chop House for Cat Chat. I want to remind you that at Montana's Ribbon Chop House, our staff is dedicated to creating extraordinary experiences that raise the bar in each of our communities. Enjoy premium steaks, fresh seafood, award-winning baby back ribs. We look forward to sharing a little Rocky Mountain hospitality with you. Well, usually we talk with uh, head coach Trisha Binford, but she is out bringing in the next generation of Bobcats. Uh, so today we get the pleasure of talking with assistant coach Katie Bussey. Coach Bussey, how we doing? Great. Great to be here. Yes. Uh, little, is it still weird to hear the coach Bussey on it? No. No, you're totally in it? Definitely transitioned, yeah. Yeah, so you're <laughs> totally, that's all back in the past now. Yeah. You're only like two years removed from playing. I know, yeah. I still get my fix, you know. I, I have to get thrown into practice quite often, actually, so. Okay. You know, I just never put a jersey on anymore. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's still good to let the girls know and let the players know that, you know, you still got it. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Katie Bussey, uh, you know, big, uh, uh, former Big Sky freshman of the year, 1,700 career points here <laughs> as a player and a long pro career, too. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the last nine years. I mean, that is a long pro career. Not too many basketball players get the opportunity to do something like that. Yeah. Um, I was fortunate to be healthy, um, and then I just absolutely loved the game. Uh, so I wanted to take it as far as I could. And uh, just got great opportunities to be able to travel the world as well. Got to see a lot of really cool places. Um, and I feel like I just reached, you know, the pinnacle of what I could as a player. And that's all you want. You know, I was, like I said, lucky enough that I was never injured. Um, so I was able to really push my career forward for that long. And um, as long as you love it and you, you can dedicate yourself to it, I think, you know, that's the most important thing. And Again, those experiences aside of basketball were really valuable and just something that, you know, I can look back now and in my 30s say, wow, I've really done a lot. Yeah. What, were, uh, what, were one of your, what was one of the favorite places you traveled to, one of the different sites you've seen? Like, give us some of the highlights. Yeah. My favorite place to play was in Sweden. I was way in the north. So in the winter, we had four hours of daylight. <laughs> the summer was uh, never dark. Yeah. So uh, I just played in a community that was really supported, and we averaged, like, two – 2,500 people per game. We had There were students there, um, and it was just a great place to feel like, wow, my family's not here, my friends aren't here, but it still means something to a lot of people here. Um, you kind of turn into celebrities in the town, and um, we got paid well, like all those kind of things. You really felt like a professional, and um, you know the facility we played in was brand new, all those kind of things. So we got to compete for like a national championship in Sweden, and we won four years in a row, which is really cool. So um, aside from that, just traveling in general, the south of France, uh, Saint-Tropez, that kind of area was really beautiful. Um, so just took advantage of being able to see those kind of places too. Uh, what do you get for a championship? Like, do you get uh, you know, like rings like we get here? Like, I don't know, what's their traditions there when you win a championship? Yeah, they just gave us medals. That um, works. Yeah, the first year we were sponsored by a mining company, and they gave us like these – golden hard hats Ooh, yeah nice. so that was kind of special i still have one of those but <laughs> yeah um, yeah and then sit, sit next to your freshman of the year trophy now yeah you know it's actually in my house somewhere i, I don't know where it is actually but um no it's it's cool it's special i got all my uniforms and stuff my jerseys that i got over there and um yeah just great memories yeah i'm curious like you think about how much you grow over the course of a four-year playing career in college yeah but you had more than double that as a pro for sure 
What was it like, like, like in terms of how you learned the game and how you saw the game as you got toward the later stages of that versus, you know, you probably felt like you knew a lot coming out of college, but you probably knew way more at the end of the pro For career. Sure. Yeah. Well, I think just in general, the European game is a bit different. Um, you have a shorter shot clock, so you have less time to really find a great shot. Um, so when you're, you know, learning that game, you really have to learn like patterns instead of like play calls. Um, and a lot of the game is transition-oriented, so you really have to, okay, if I'm the point guard, bring the ball up, I'm locating, where's my big, where are my shooters, um, trying to just really find advantage in a small time frame. Yeah. Um, so I think that was a big part of it. It's a lot of pick-and-roll action, too. Um, so for me, a lot of experience getting in that situation. Um, in practices, we never did drills. We just played. Oh, so you just really get your feel of, like, just decision-making. Um, if they help here, that's the open pass. If they don't, I'm a shooter. I can take that shot. So um, I think, you know, th just the experience alone, you get so much better because you see those situations over and over again. Um, but, yeah, it's it's less structured. It's more free-flowing a little bit. So um, you just have to be really sharp in decision-making. Um, there were different situations that I was put in. I was point guard sometimes, so... That was the role I had to fill. Um, I was coming off the ball a lot. So as a shooter, you know, I'm just attracting defense. So, you know, those were my roles. But, yeah, I think you really just really grow your IQ. And yeah. that was the biggest difference for me in college and now. Have you brought some of those practice philosophies from overseas here now as a coach? Um, to a point, yeah. I think um, my responsibility within practices and stuff is – um, more player development. So I do more like small group practices and, um, you know, or individual sessions. Uh, and then sometimes I can do like a team oriented practice where we're just really fine tuning offensive um, things that we, we need to improve. But um, yeah, I think, I don't know, the girls can probably answer that question a little bit better. Um, but I do try to bring as much as I can from what I learned over there. And a lot of what I want to teach them is the decision making piece. Um, they've come here with a lot of skill, right. so I don't necessarily have to continue to improve that. You know, that's something that they also have to do on their own at times. But um, when we have the chance to work together, I'm really trying to teach as much as I can about decision making. Yeah, well, we'll definitely ask Caitlin Lamardo about that in a little <laughs> bit, so you can think about your question. There so you there's your little cheat. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's talk about this weekend a little bit. It was quite the highs and the lows. Uh, let's yeah. start with this uh, NAU game. Obviously, they're a very good team, yeah. uh, but it was a 79-50 loss. But Really, I mean, those first few minutes, that first quarter, most of the first quarter, it mm -hmm. didn't. I mean, it was pretty close. It yeah. was that last three-minute stretch in that first quarter that For things sure. kind of got away. So, you know, as you guys went back, had a chance to look at the tape, what did you feel like kind of contributed to that game getting away a little bit? Yeah, I mean, give them a ton of credit. You know, they really stuck to their game plan. They play a high-paced game. They use that elevation to their advantage because, obviously, you can train in that elevation and then take that game wherever you need to go. But um, I think the biggest glaring piece of that was our transition defense. Um, we've talked a lot about addressing what that looks like for us and uh, just adjusting a little bit how we're going to control that against teams who do really look to transition hard. Um, we've got to make sure that our guards are a little bit more aware of getting back um, and then, you know, because we want them to be aggressive to try to crash the board sometimes, but there's certain situations you just can't. Um, so I think that was one of the biggest things. And then offensively, um, just having composure in those situations, um, I think it shows some other teams, because it is on film, that um, they might be able to throw on a random trap here and there. Um, so we just want to make sure, like, everybody's situation is occurring. And um, we want our point guards to be really aggressive in that situation, not be passive, use their speed to try to break it. Um, we keep less people in the backcourt so we can really get the ball up the floor quicker. Um, and then just get into our offense as quickly as we can. Now, you know, nobody wants to lose like this, and that part stinks. But at the yeah. same time, you're still in first place after this loss. And yeah. you're on Saturday out in Greeley. What's it like? What's the problem? flush that game mm -hmm. and make sure everybody's focused for the Saturday game? Yeah, I mean, I think it's part of the season. You know, there's ups and downs. You can't get too high. You can't get too low. Um, we always have to learn from every game, a win or a loss. And I think um, our girls responded really well against Greeley. Um, I think, you know, we just took those things that we needed to address, but we can't dwell on that loss. Um, I think, you know, just have a move on from it um, and just make sure, like, there is a chance we see them again. And, you know, we got to be ready for what we might see. And we will face more teams who do play well in transition. Um, so just making sure we use those lessons and we move forward from that. 
So getting into that uh, that game in Greeley, and look, you know, needed to win that game. Otherwise, you're tied for first place. So you get yeah. this win, uh, go to 9-3 and three in the big sky, because, you know, you actually did get a little help from that team over the hill there. <laughs> Montana beat uh, NAU on Saturday, yeah. and they've been rolling since you guys beat them. Yeah. And that's going to set up a big game here in two weeks, but we're mm -hmm. not going to look too far ahead. We'll deal <laughs> with that next um, yeah. But, you know, they're right there. You, you stay in first place. You get this 80-60 to 60 win, and it felt like right from the start everything was different. I mean, Caitlin Lamardo knocking down that three, like three seconds. That yeah. had to be a nice lift. For sure. I think from the, from the start you see our confidence is there. Um, we learned our lesson, and we just move on. We have to play the game we're in. Um, I think that's the most important thing. We can't just look, you know, too far ahead or behind. Just make sure you're playing the game we're in. Um, I think, you know, everybody responded really well. Obviously, there, it wasn't a perfect game either. Um, but getting those first shots to go down early, that gives us a lot of confidence. Um, and we just like our matchup against them. Uh, I think they do play a zone defense a lot. is to make sure that we make them match up, and then we get one-on-one. -on -one. So Caitlin had – KJ, that's weird. I don't like calling you Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> KJ hit a three from right off the bat, and then, you know, they have to be aware of that up a lot inside too um, we had a really good inside out game going uh, I think you know just did our thing which yeah. is good yeah uh, Caitlin Lamardo KJ <laughs> tell us a little bit about what she's been doing she hit four threes in this game tell yeah. us a little bit about her journey over the course of the season where she's grown yeah I mean KJ is super steady for us she's so consistent on the defensive end of the floor um, you know we always look at the plus minus and she's always in the plus you yeah. know unless we lose a game but you know <laughs> I think, you know, that's really what she brings is um, even if there's games where she's not scoring a lot, you know she's going to be there defensively. She's going to disrupt everything. She's going to have a lot of steals or deflections, things like that. Um, she isn't really in any kind of a mismatch situation. We have a switching defense that we go to a lot, um, and she's really good about not getting buried in the post, all those kind of things. Um, and you can counter her for a shot all the time. Um, so that's, you know, how our offense is structured. We want to play through our bigs. We play through our point guards a lot, but we have to have shooters on the floor to allow them to have that space. So um, I think that's one of our biggest gifts. And, um, you know, we try to get her involved as much as we can. Um, and I think she does a great job of just staying ready in those moments and making sure she's looking to knock down those shots for us. You know, I'm curious, Danny kind of mentioned uh, that, you know, on the men's side, there's just so many different styles of play in this conference. Do you mm -hmm. feel like that's the same on the women's side or, or there's some more? You know, is it the same on the women's side or is it a little more cohesive yeah, or whatever? I think so. I think, um, yeah, we have teams that we scout that we're like, okay, we've seen this action from these teams. And then we have this different action that we see from these teams. You know, yeah. it just kind of depends on personnel. Um, there's a lot of great players in this conference. So, um, like Idaho, they'll run they're big, uh, Beyonce B, and um, you then have Sac State, who play, basically plays through their point guard, those kind of things. So I think one of our biggest strengths is our depth, um, and not anybody can match that in our conference. Um, so I think, yeah, it's, it is a lot of different styles, but um, we don't really want to change who we are. Uh, we just want to make sure that we're prepared to face everybody and do what we do. Yep. So. Hey, and what you do right now is sit in first place, <laughs> yeah. sitting as the queen of the hill for now. Yep. Got to fight for off sure. all the suitors. Yep. Awesome. Well, Katie Bussey, thank you so much for the time in the Absolutely. insight. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Assistant Coach Katie Bussey. We're going to take a bra break, and when we get back, we'll have Caitlin Lamardo joining us. Uh, Universal Athletic supporter of Bobcat Athletics for over 45 years. Shop their great selection of Bobcat apparel and accessories for all your game day needs. Shop in-store at their North 7th Avenue location or online at shop.msubobcats.com. Go Cats! All right, we are at Montana's Ribbon Chop House, and you're listening to Cat Chat, presented by Learfield. Ready to build your brand? Think Inc. outside the box for your complete branding solutions. Located in Bozeman, Montana, we offer a full print shop for banners, signs, wraps, trade show booths and graphics, promotional products, and much more. If you can think it, we can ink it. We are a proud supporter and corporate sponsor of the MSU Bobcats. Like us on Facebook to see some of our cat wraps. Ready to build your brand? Think Inc. and call us at 406-922-6462 or visit us on the web at inkoutside.com. Universal Athletic has been a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics for over 45 years. Check out their great selection of Bobcat apparel and accessories for all your game day needs. Shop in store at their North 7th Avenue location or online at shop.msubobcats.com for everything you need to cheer on your Bobcats. Universal Athletic, a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics for over 45 years. Go Cats! 
Town and Country Foods is a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics. As a locally owned company, we believe the benefit of buying local helps support the local economies in southwest Montana. Our stores offer great selections of items you need every day, including organics, specialty foods, fresh meats and produce, along with incredible selections from our bakery and deli departments. Town and Country Foods is 100% employee owned and serves southwest Montana with seven locations. Visit your local Town and Country Foods today. Go Cats! Bridger Brewing is home to award-winning locally crafted beer and pizza and is proud to support all things Bobcat Sports. Open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily, last beer served at 8 p.m. and located right across from the Brick Breeden Fieldhouse. Stop by after the game today to enjoy a cold pint of beer and a slice of made-from-scratch delicious pizza. Dine-in service and online ordering for takeout are both available. Check out BridgerBrewing.com and at Bridger Brewing on Instagram and Facebook and stay tuned for updates on our newest adventure in Three Forks, Montana. Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at MSU Bookstores, you help lower the price of course materials for Montana State students. MSU Bookstore is owned by MSU students and faculty and serves as the only not-for-profit campus bookstore in Montana. Shop online at msubookstore.org, at Bobcat Stadium on game days, or on campus in the Strand Union Building. Remember, Bobcat fans, when you shop at MSU Bookstore, all proceeds from your purchase go directly to lowering the cost of course materials for Montana State students. When a power line has fallen down, it can be downright dangerous and even deadly. That's because downed lines can still energize the ground and objects around them. To help keep you and others safe, Northwestern Energy says stay at least 35 feet or the length of a semi-truck away from a downed power line and anything the line is touching. You should always assume the line is live. And if you see a downed line, immediately call 911 and warn others. Northwestern Energy, delivering a bright future. We are back at Montana's Ribbon Chop House for Cat Chat. Montana's Ribbon Chop House has been serving Rocky Mountain communities for over 20 years. Our ability has grow to grow has come through our commitment to Rocky Mountain Hospitality, a concept which incorporates a casual attitude with our commitment to loyalty, safety, service, and quality food. We hope you'll be our guest at one of our Montana locations soon. All right, I'm Keaton Gologli, joined now by third-year junior Caitlin Lamardo, a.k.a. KJ. How we doing? Good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So we're in our final segment here, uh, getting ready for another great week. Uh, but, Caitlin, you're from New Mexico, third year here now, a lot of experience here. But uh, Silver City, New Mexico, I don't think a lot of people have heard of your hometown. Yeah, no. Um, Silver City is a very small town in southern New Mexico. Um, so uh, not a lot of people. Um, not a lot of exposure for women's hoops, men's hoops. So, yeah, pretty small, but glad I'm in Montana now. Yeah. So when did Montana State kind of get on your radar? Yeah, no, so it was my sophomore year. I was actually at U of A, University of Arizona, and um, Sunny Smallwood, she was an assistant coach down there. And so she was looking at me, and then she came up here and took the associate head coaching job and then um, kind of just brought me along with her. So, yeah. Yeah. What kind of coach is uh, Sunny Smallwood? We've had her on this show. She's been here with us. Uh, what kind of coach is she? Yeah, she's very intense, and she likes her defense, so it's a lot to live up to for sure. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about your defense. That was something that Coach Bussey had mentioned, and, you know, it was kind of a part, big part of your game. Where do you excel on the defensive side of the ball? Yeah, no, I think defense is all about heart and effort, and that's something I know I can control. And so every single time I step on the court, like, that's where I want to make an impact, whether it's um, – you know, tipping the ball or blocking a shot or just getting in the passing lane. That's something I know I can make an impact in, and that's how I stay on the court. So that's what I try and do. Yeah, and look, offense is always going to be a little bit up and down. Nobody's right. going to knock down four right. threes every game. But, I mean, is, is it sometimes hard to separate those two? Yeah, it's definitely hard to stay in the game mentally sometimes when you're not getting a lot of shots. But I think that's where it's you have to grow as a player and mature and just realize that you have to be there for your team and you have to be in the moment. And so if that's what your team needs at the moment is just for you to shoot, then that's what you do. If you just need to play defense, that's what you need to do. So it's really just trying to find a balance of what the team needs and then just executing it. Well, it was uh, what the team definitely needed was a good start in Greeley, and you were definitely a part of that. Uh, you know, knocking down that first shot, obviously three points is going to win you a game. But did that kind of help ease things a little bit coming off that NAU game? Yes, for sure. Um, I just know that we had to be shot ready. And, um, you know, UNC is kind of crazy. They just sometimes they can come out and throw the first, first punch. But I knew that uh, we as a team, we wanted to come back and just bounce back from NAU and just kind of 
lay our foot down and kind of just uh, prove to them and just prove to ourselves that we're worth it and we're worth being here. So I think that's what we did. Yeah, certainly did with an 80-60 to 60 win in that ball game, a 20-point win, sitting in first place at 9-3 and three, uh, in the big sky. Now, uh, you're a player who has started for years, right? You 79 starts in your career. You've been uh, your freshman year. Uh, take us back to that freshman year. Like, how fast was the game? Like, did it feel so big to be in there as a starter, as a freshman? Yeah, um, well, freshman year was weird just with COVID and everything, right. but um, it was definitely a step up from um, high school and then obviously with AAU and stuff. So it was definitely a bigger challenge, but I knew that obviously, like, I wanted to make an impact and I knew that I could do it on the defensive end. So I just been to practice every day as an underdog and just working my butt off. And so. Um, I just really tried to prove to everyone that like I belong there and so I think that's just kind of the mentality that I've had just ever since my first day of practice to now until the future is just give it all you got and I think that's really paid off. Do you still feel like you know you're proving something or is it more like I've got the confidence now to continue to just do like be myself? I think it's a little bit of both um, just with new players coming into the program it's just proving to them and letting them know like hey she belongs here she's worked her butt off she continues to work her butt off and so it's just like really just trying to um, just let my teammates know like hey I'm here but I do have the confidence and I do have the mentality like I do want to win I'm I do want to be on the floor, so I'm going to do whatever it takes to make that happen. Yeah, hey, that's that's part of the culture. If you can prove that to the younger and under, underclassmen, yep. that's how they're going to carry it forward even when you're gone. For sure, yeah. It definitely helps just because our freshmen have learned so much already, and so it's nice to see them excelling and growing in their roles as well, So especially with Mara and Dylan and Maddie. Yeah, that's got to be a lot of fun to watch them kind of grow and be able to impart some of that wisdom yes, to them. Yes, for sure. They're a blast to be around, so it's a, it's really a joy playing with them. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so we did give you the warning that we were going to ask you a little bit about Coach Bussy and yeah. what she's kind of brought over. So what's it been like? Obviously, you know, she's only two years into her uh, coaching career, had a great playing career, but seems like she's fully into the coaching shoes now. What's it like uh, working with Coach Bussy? Yeah, Coach Bussy is a blast. She is really just teaching me so much many things and most of it is just confidence and timing um it's really all about timing and just like knowing when to go hard and when to slow down and so that's one thing that I've learned specifically from her is on the offensive end like knowing okay this is when I'm going to go on all out sprint and this is when I'm using hezzy like whatever it is I've learned a lot of tools from her and so it's nice to be able to use those tools in a game so it's not just a full sprint it's you know, I'm slow cutting and then I'm coming off the curl hard or whatever it is. It's really all about timing and just confidence and knowing that she's like, be ready. You got the next shot. And so it's really just been very positive with her. And so I really have taken that into account is just being confident, just like she has always told me. Yeah, that's interesting, too, where, you know, you want to play hard and you want to play 100 percent. But right. that doesn't always mean sprinting at 100 percent. Right. Was that hard to kind of like slow down in some of those moments? Yes, because I'm so I'm such a player, like I said, on the defensive end that wants to work hard and always go the hardest. But it's like if you take a step back, like offense isn't always about going hard. It's about making the right reads. And so I feel like she really helps me take a step back and is just like, OK, this is when you need to go here or this is you need to create space. So you need to be slower. It just stuff like that and so just really um, fine-tuning those tools that she has given me I think it's really just been helpful for my basketball career and my success yeah my success so. yeah no doubt all right yeah. well here we are getting toward the end of your junior year we got a lot yeah. of basketball left but yeah. we're kind of on the downslope now uh, tell us a little bit about what you're doing in the classroom what are you studying what yeah. are some of your goals uh, off the floor yeah so I'm minoring or I'm minoring coaching majoring in community health um, I think as of right now, I do want to graduate um, with four years and then maybe pursue PTA school, which is physical therapy assistant school. Um, I really am passionate about helping people and helping individuals. And so I think that injury rehab and stuff like that is something where I can really excel in that. And so I think that's something that I am looking forward to in the future. Nice. So you want to stay in sports then? Or? Um, yeah, either in sports or just in people in the community. I love interacting with other people and just learning about other people. So. Um, just something that I know that I can help them and make a difference in the world. So, yeah. yeah. Where do you want to go after college? Like, where do you want to live? You want to go back to New Mexico? You want to stay out of Montana? You want to find something new? I don't know. I really, I have enjoyed Bozeman, and I think it's good just to get out. Like, like I said, getting out of New Mexico was probably the best thing I could have done. 
Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I, I guess it's just going to be where the wind takes me. So. Yeah, we've got a lot of games, a lot of tip-offs yep. before, a lot oh, of practices. Oh, yeah, for sure. A lot of for scouts, a sure. lot yep. of flights, all yep. that before you get to that we point. we got a lot of championships, so <laughs> yes. we're waiting for it. Yes, indeed. All right, well, uh, if you want another championship, you got to keep winning. That's coming up this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Weber State and Idaho State, you all are at home on uh, on Thursday and on Saturday. Uh, tell us what a little bit about what to look for in this Weber game coming up on Thursday. What kind of team are they? Yeah, they're definitely uh, just attack-minded. Um, so I think it's just really going to be about executing our game plan, just being um, physical early, physical all game long. Um, and then obviously, co like Coach Bussey said, um, just being um, ready in transition and, um, yeah, just being strong with the ball. So we're excited for Weber and then obviously for Idaho State. We're ready just to put the clamps down on them too. Yeah, excited to be back at home and play oh, for yeah, these fans. Oh, yeah, for sure. Montana State's the best. So yeah. Montana but, State fans, everything. Yeah, and it really felt like, you know, that Sac State game two weeks ago now, but that just felt like it was one of those games where the crowd truly had an impact. Oh, yeah. What was it like on the floor hearing them in that moment, the end yeah. of the Sac game? Yeah, definitely. I think we feed off of the energy from the fans, from the crowd, from the kids. It's really something that is a momentum changer. So I'm really, really thankful for Bozeman and just for the community because it really does make the game funner and it just better – and so I think that really played an impact in our yeah. uh, ability to be able to pull out that win. Yeah, no doubt. Well, once again, another proof point that it does matter when you show up and uh, be back in action again on Thursday and on Saturday against Weber State and Idaho State. Uh, Caitlin Lamaro, KJ, thank you so much for the time today. Thank you for having me. All right. All right. So uh, everybody who was on the show today, thank you, head coach Danny Sprinkle. Thank you, great Osabor. Thank you, uh, assistant coach Katie Bussey and uh, Caitlin Lamardo as well. Will Gordon has been our producer today. And this is Keaton Gologly saying so long from Montana's Ribbon Chop House. We'll be back next Wednesday, Wednesday next week at 6.30 at Montana's Ribbon Chop House. Until then, go Cats. And this has been Catchat presented by Learfield. You've been listening to Cat Chat with Danny Sprinkle and Trisha Binford. Presented by Montana's Rib and Chop House. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Bobcats Sports Network.